What up, world? It's your boy Ace, aka Bossman Cuddy, aka Mr. Steel Broad. This is the 502 Come Up Podcast. I do apologize to all my viewers and all my listeners about the the inconvenience and you know um not recording in, in a while. Um yeah, a lot's been going on. Uh but yeah, I'm back. And I will have a nice and juicy episode for you all today. Yes, Lord. Damn, dirt-ass nigga. That was juicy. Yeah, whatever, nigga. But this is real and raw and authentic. Yes, Lord. Now, let's get into it. Now, we're going to talk about a few uh, things. Our main topic is uh, wooden spoons versus silver spoons. Uh, meaning, would you rather be rich, or would you would you rather wish you were born rich, or are you, you know, okay with being that person that didn't have it? You know what I'm saying? I um, mean, you have to, you know, struggle and fight for it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get into sports. Y'all know how we do. We're going to talk about the 502. You know. Uh, yeah, man. I got my, my, my producer here, Mo Gotti. I got my, uh, my my special guest, Mr. Mike T. Yes, Lord. Wild Card Turner is in the building with me right now. And uh, today, like I said, man, we're we going to get into it, man. Uh, I want to touch on that uh, Jesse Somalia. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced his name right. Uh, the star from Empire. Mm, I need a light. Excuse me. But yeah, I want to discuss uh, what was going on with his situation. Um, I was seeing something um, on TV earlier about his situation possibly being a hoax. Um, there were some guys overseas who came out and uh, basically said that, you know, uh, Jesse paid them both 3500 to assault him. Um, and, yeah... Um, no charges um, were pressed against them two, um, the two who allegedly assaulted Jesse. Um, and I, I hope, you know, that this isn't a hoax, um, you know, because that'll look real bad, um, not only for Jesse, but the LGBT community in a whole. Um, because it's like, you know, how far will you all go just to get attention, just to, you know, get reparation, just to get anything, um, that will benefit y'all and make y'all comfortable in America, make y'all equal in society, um, about him being a part of that, being a voice of that. Uh, like I said, I don't think that that's a good look on them. Um, and, you know, the truth will eventually come out. Um, and, like I said, hopefully, you know, the people who did it, it are brought to justice, you know, and this situation is resolved peacefully. You know, um, uh, we don't need no more black entertainers uh, put that put out there and under a bad light. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, like I said, I I wish none none but the best for the brother. And like I said, I I hope that this event doesn't turn out to be a hoax. You know and that the people are brought to justice who did uh, allegedly sought him um, you know but shit oh damn 
Uh, I just think it's kind of unfortunate in the sense that one man's uh, irresponsibility could lead to some kind of uh, bashing, if you will, of, of a whole entire community of people. You know, what one person does, you can't hold the whole damn community available for it. That the that's what's happening to black people over and over and over again. So we can't say whatever the fuck this nigga's doing is gonna have a bad look on LGBT. If yeah, we want the yeah. same respect as black people for you know one stupid ass nigga out here to make all of us look like him, yeah, and be judged like him. You know what I'm saying? We got people have to let go of that state of thinking. It's old and unfair. <laughs> Unjust. <coughs> has to be done away with. Completely. But it's just my opinion on that little part right there. I don't even know the whole damn situation. <coughs> well, apparently, he was out um, 2 a.m. Um, I don't know if he was leaving a nightclub or if he was leaving from getting a bite to eat. But <coughs> excuse me, three uh, uh, two dudes um, assaulting him. I guess for being homosexual, they they put it out there as a, a homosexual attack. Um, and like I stated earlier, um, people will do anything to get. A message out there to get certain laws passed. Um, <clears throat> that's like with war, you know. The 9/11 gave Bush and the the public a reason to go to war against Afghanistan for that the government's own personal gain, the bankers' own personal gain. You know, um, these terrorist attacks that's happening, these mass shootings that are happening here in the United States are to, you know, pass these laws. Um, And I just hope that this isn't one of those things, you know. Oh, it's going to be used as one of those things, along with all the other ammo that people give these motherfuckers to pass laws. Yeah. It's going to be used as one of those things. And I, like I said, I, I really hope that it, it it really doesn't turn out to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <coughs> it needs to, 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 to get resolved soon and not in the media. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, it, it, it just isn't looking good for the star of the empire. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, man. Like, you right back there, boy? All right, boy. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful night. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just crazy, man. And then, you know, you got... You got these these motherfucking Donald Trump, man. This guy is a goddamn clown in his presidency, man. You know, um, there's a book called 1900 um, or The Last President. And it talks about some of the current events or some of the future events that are going to occur. Um, I haven't got a chance to read the book. I was just told about this book yesterday. Um, but I encourage a lot of our viewers um, to, to check on, up on that. There's a clip on YouTube that you can check out about it. Um, and it, you know, it was a clip um, talking about Donald Trump and his son um, and how the book referenced that, you know, they, they were time travelers and all this old crazy shit and how they would be become, they would be the last of the presidents that we, America will see. Um, 
and it's like you, you seeing it unfold in front of you you know all of our allies are you know they're not fucking with us we got our own states in the United States of America suing Donald Trump <clears throat> you know he's trying to build this wall I mean it's just a lot of chaos um he dudes just mind he's and he just sent them people in um what is that place called oh fuck uh somewhere in America nah 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 um it's overseas man he just sent some uh, troops over there for medical aid um it's one of those small countries that basically that the US government is trying to overthrow and control once again. Um, <clears throat> it's just crazy, man. Like, dude's just... Man, he's, he's just not right for, for the United States of America, man. And uh, it's a lot of corrupt shit going on, you know. Not just with him, man. Um, y'all know that Gucci is making mockery uh they're making clothing that's mocking the black community the black face yeah with the lips on it the sweater with the the all black sweater with the red big lips and you know what i'm saying (coughs) and yeah man it's just some some clown shit then they got a it's uh, called menstrual like menstrual shows it's a really old practice that see that that shit don't need to be displayed on some shit that we support. You know what I'm saying? Like I said that still gonna, they, know, yeah, niggas are still gonna buy it. Gucci Mane ain't about to change his name or none of that. No, it's a no. Soldier Boy removed that tattoo from the middle of his forehead. That Gucci print, he moved that. He said he ain't fucking with him. But this this is only a, a temporary thing, you know. Niggas is and only even in a sense of people doing that. It shows you that that is still control for that nigga to go as far to have to remove a tattoo off his head that he shouldn't have had there in the motherfucking first place. It's just more, even more reverse psychology pinning on the subconscious black mind. So you know, we really, we really got ourselves into a predicament here because you know, you know that kind of shit the Soldier Boy did. That's expected. That's why they did that. So niggas, some people will rebel against it while the other people sit there like a puppet on a string anyway and still fucking not even recognize and still rock the Gucci. Yeah, man, these people is a trip, man. But going yeah, back, it, this all ties into what Donald Trump got going on and black people happen to get their own, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to take control and take our culture back take our fashion back, you know what I'm saying, take our entertainment back, take our sports and all of that, you know what I'm saying, just imagine if we own our own banking system and we controlled and finance our own sports and media, you know, all of these things, where we would be as a culture, as a community, you know what I'm saying? That all Uh, sounds really great, but we got to recognize what is happening with the times. The times is shifting and going into a digital age where something new is going to happen. So we got to be aware of this and hook our new, uh, we need to come up with a system of our own and hook that in to what is going to be happening in this technological paradigm shift. So it's a real thing to recognize where the technology is going if we're going to have any place or say so in the future to come. And it's a really important thing to know because most of the people, their heads are so far up their goddamn ass, they got all the world knowledge sitting on their phone and they're not researching any of these things. We're fucking completely out of time, out of space, and out of mind. That shit has to change all the way around. And the first place to start with that is in your intermediate communities. Like, it it ain't going to be no huge... Just one day overnight, black people take this motherfucker back. We taught them the systems of the banking trades and all the things that they're doing. We taught this to a degenerated man, a degenerated man. So these systems were for idiots. 
compared to the kingdoms that we had previously. So for us to want to even take this shithole back goes to show you how far from advance we we are from what we used to be. You see what I'm saying? So we yeah. need to really take our imagination back. That's the real thing. And create our own motherfucking shit. And that's real. Because these, <clears throat> you know, shit like Gucci and all that shit, you know, is tapping into your tribal subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Black people want to be part of a tribe. Mm-hmm. Because we always have been. So all these brand names, gang gang, all that crazy ass shit, man. Like it's subconscious black, black tribal um Man, that motherfuckers love to be a part of something, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it all it all stems into, you know, what they their agenda is. Um, whatever that may be, um, it's it's sure to keep us the fuck out of the loop, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> We the only culture that is kept blindsided and out of the loop of everything that's going on. We be like, damn, I know you motherfuckers can come up in my house without a warrant and search my crib and lock me up. Yeah, dumbass, they passed the law on your ass and you ain't even know it. Why you over here protesting this Gucci and you still ain't going to invest in them three months later? Like, come on, man. Distraction on distraction, It's it's too many of them, man. And motherfuckers got to stay focused. It all ties into it. Like, the whole possible hoax between the the Star of Empire to the Gucci uh, boycott and to Trump. It all ties into it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, becoming aware to it is really the first stage to deprogramming or uh, getting yourself out of the system completely because trying to c- continue to stay aware to it, it's like that damn Geico commercial. Like, oh, you almost got it. Oh, you got me a little quicker than that. Because these motherfuckers have <laughs> thought this process out years and years ahead, man, because they don't have anything else but the sheer hope that you're going to stay hooked into thinking that they have power. <coughs> the only power that they have is the ones that we give them. Mm-hmm. The dependency. And all this fucking crazy shit instead of becoming creative, the creative, innovative source, which we really already are. The only difference is that we need to reallocate our intellectual property. We yeah. have left our intellectual property in the hands of these people to where they're making the money and gaining the currency and the energy off of all of our creativity and productivity. Man. You know, so we got to pull it back into our hands pretty much. And listen, I don't. Listen, I don't want to say Donald Trump is a clown. Yeah, because he he knows as a personal gain and as a personal benefit, Mm -hmm. he knows what the fuck he's doing. You know what I'm saying? But as far as anything else goes, like, yeah, as far as being a president, nah, he he definitely ain't the one. He definitely ain't the one. But as far as a businessman goes, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, playing chess, man. Yeah, it's a chess, not checker. So, you know, I applied him in some areas, and don't get it twisted. I ain't no Trump supporter. But, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you got to give credit where it's due. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, but this comes down to, like, the 48 laws of power, power shit. You ain't got to be no supporter to understand your enemy. You man. know what I'm saying? You got to study that shit and understand it to where you can create your own damn system. Yeah, that'll yeah. have its own elements of surprise and other things that are uh, that aren't open to uh, to suggestive suggestion of the master. We got to be our own master, being that you know only the master knows the true plan. Yeah, everybody else is following some other motherfuckers' plan, man. So uh, as long as we even say shit like black people need their own banks and shit like that. It is nice, but that's still low-level shit compared to, you know, just stepping out of this game and saying, you know, uh, fuck a bank. Let's go to these communities directly and start from ground zero. Everybody's so scared of getting shot or something. You know, it's so it's been enough. They don't put fear in them. They don't put fear in them. Yeah, everybody's got that fear, man. And, you know, all that shooting shit is white man shit anyway. You know, we weren't. It's a distraction. You know. <coughs> Guns didn't even come about until 
they started fucking with fireworks and saying, how can we kill people with this? They took every fucking art of alchemy and magic and turned it into black magic and destruction. Black magic being that they did not understand what the fuck that they were doing. So people don't even realize what the hell they're doing. You know, niggas are so scared of Satan and the devil and shit when the gun itself is a form of black magic. Exactly what Trump's doing. That's exactly what the media's doing. You know, it it's just crazy, man. Um, like I said, man, um, I really do hope that you know all these entertainers, these rappers, who's always Gucci down, they rap about this shit. Really take it serious, and you know, really not support Gucci and Prada and all these high-end designers, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, go back to supporting, bring back FUBU, bring back Baby Fat, then bring back Sean John, you know what I'm saying, you know. Even then, you know, them motherfuckers, they're still in the upper upper echelon of where, where people don't, they don't fucking give a fuck about niggas, man, they, you know, even though they're black owned shit, they get their money from you, and then they don't do nothing for you. They don't give a fuck about you. They just take your money and live the the time of their motherfucking life with your money. Yeah. So yeah. we got to realize that all these people. But that's with any and every company, though. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's with any and every big name company. You know, like if we was to take our hard earned dollars and not even put them into the the Japanese or the Chinese or the the Jews or the the Koreans or the, you know, whoever outside the black community, like, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine what that would do, you know? It's like, we got to know where to put it, man. We got to know where the, where, not the money. We got to know where the energy is going, where the information is going. What is the focal point of the age where evolution, as they would call it, as they would call it, is going now, see, like, really understanding that word, let me, if I can, just for a second, this evolution thing is the whole reason they got our people with a bind to begin with. Because their whole concept of evolution is based on what they are and not who we are. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, man? Darwin, it's not that Darwin was a dumbass and he wasn't on to some shit. But this nigga was studying the animals of the earth and how they changed throughout conditioning of the planet. Not understanding how the fuck black people could do the things that they do. So they were really studying themselves, man. Like, because them motherfuckers is evolving. <coughs> They're trapped in the game of evolution. And the whole concept of mutation, being a mutation, that's them, man. So it's like, that's what Darwin was really getting into. Uh, not really as much as uh, specifically black people. Because it doesn't matter matter where you put us on the planet, bro. Like, we're going to survive, bro. We're going to be good. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, we just need to take back our shit so we don't have to worry about the Trump supporters and having a Gucci boycott or... But see, like, really taking back our shit would literally be just not participating in any of that shit that they got going on. Exactly. Be creating a... Zarabanda or because Wakanda now, right here. But you know like, what's even crazy? that shit here. Yeah, it's like, even with the rappers doing a boycott, the celebrities doing this big boycott against these high-end brands, they actually promoting them. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? They promoting them, and they don't even know it. You know, so... Uh, I ain't gonna get too caught up into that, you know, the politics side of everything, man. Um, you know, it's just it's just a lot of fucked up shit going on out here. And I just want to, you know, touch bases on a few of those subjects, man. Um, you know, because uh, a lot of it's really hitting the, the black communities. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, man, let's move on to sports, man. We talk about this All-Star weekend that just passed. <clears throat> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh-uh-uh. Man, motherfucking shout-out to Cal Kuzma for the Lakers. Man, Rising Star MVP. Yes, Lord. My man's bald. 
He did his goddamn thing, man. And shout out to Team LeBron. Uh, Kevin Durant won uh, MVP of the All-Star Game. Man, that, that that's what's up, man. Dudes has been out there balling, man. It, 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 it's This year has been very interesting for the Lakers. Um, and as y'all know, I am a Laker fan. Um, I'm a LeBron fan. <laughs> you know, I'm going to clarify that. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, oh, you just a dick rider. Nah, nigga. I'm just, you know, I fuck with LeBron, man. He, he does something great on and off the court. You feel me? You got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, um, this year, man, they, they, they not looking to make it to the playoffs. Um, I'm really hoping, I mean, they two or three and a half games from the AC, you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure that they can get that. A couple teams will fall back, lose a few games. So that'll bump them up. Um, when they get Lonzo back, you know, that'll help the defense because uh, he was a very big part of that. Um, so <clears throat> you get everybody back healthy. You get the team in a rhythm. You know, it's after All-Star Weekend, the fans, the team, everybody's excited. Uh, I know LeBron's feeling good um, after the All-Star game. I know Cal Kuzma feeling good after this weekend as well. Um, so, you know, I, I do believe that they're going to make it, you know, 8th seed, 7th seed, uh, possibly have to face Golden State in the first round. And that they do, um, I could see it going about five, five, six games. Um, I don't think it'll be a sweep. Uh, well, LeBron them going to come out victorious. Nah, nah. Uh, nah, they just don't have enough. But I ain't going to say, that's why I said I give it five, six games. Cause I think they gon they gon they gon play. Yeah, they gon they gon play. They gon play hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> but it's it's they gon get overpowered with your you know the Warriors' offensive weapons. You got Demarcus Cousins, uh, uh, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. I mean, you basically. You know, you could have took them five players and against anybody in the NBA team. Like, you know, that could have been an all-star team itself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, minus Draymond Green. But, <clears throat> like I said, man, them dudes, they going to, man, I'm telling you, they, they going to be nice. They going to be something to, to, to be reckoned with, man. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how far the, the Lakers go this season. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to uh, this summer in free agency. You know what I'm saying? A lot of big names, a lot of trade rumors. It's going to be exciting to see who the Lakers pick up. Um, I know a lot of people, including myself, would like Anthony Davis to become a Laker uh, via either trade or by free agency. <clears throat> I think... They should go after, you know, a top free agent this summer. Keep the young core that they got. You know, build some, make another playoff run. Anthony Davis comes next season. You still got your young core, plus LeBron and a co-star. Um, LeBron then be in his, um, what, I, I believe that'll be his 19th season by then. Um, or seven, I mean 18th. It'll be the 18th or 19th season. Um, it'll give him some, you know, time to, to dial it down a little bit and uh, be able to still be great at what he does. But, you know, take a lot of pressure off him as a player. Um, so, like I said, it'll, you know, whatever happens this summer uh, will affect LeBron, you know, for the forecome. Um, his lake of legacy, um, <clears throat> and like I said, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting on what happens. 
Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, man. Another news I want to talk about my, my Louisville Cardinals, man. Um, I haven't been on here for a while, so yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just going back on all the other shit that I ain't been able to go over, man. Uh, my boys, as y'all know, played number two Duke Blue Devils here in our home arena at the Yum Center, the KFC Yum Center. Um, where we had them for majority of the game by 23 points. Um, biggest lead would have been Duke's biggest upset. It, it would have just been a big game had we been able to finish that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh my God. It, it, it was. As a fan, it, it was heartbreaking to see us lose that game. Like, I foreseen us running on the court for the first time, like, just doing oh, some, man, man, like, going crazy, like. A step for them fellas, man. Man, like, that, that would have really boosted not only our confidence, but our ranking. Like, it would have just put Louisville program itself back on the radar, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, due to the scandals and everything that's been going on in the past year, you know, we wasn't expecting to be where we at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just one of those things, like, everybody counted Louisville out for a couple seasons. <clears throat> for, so, for us to bounce back as quick as we did is very impressive. Um, like I said, that but that game was very upset, and then they, these motherfuckers almost, you know, gave it away to Syracuse, man, and, you know, that was some bullshit, man, uh, shit, man, I put my money on the girls, man, god damn, cause they out here balling, they balling, they only got two losses this season, man, man, they out here balling, they, Man, hey, them bitches is tough, man. Real tough, man. Hey, they tough, bro. They tough, bro. Like, real shit, though. Like, man, hey, Aja Durr, man, she's cold, bro. She's cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, all them, man, they, they dope. They dope. And and shit, I, I like what Jeff Walls is doing with that, man. That program, man, whew, they going to be tough. They're going to be tough. And I see a championship this year with the, the girls, man. But the boys, just like the Lakers, I am looking forward to next season. You know, it's just, it's just one of those seasons, man. A few of them players like Kwame Ford, I just ain't feeling, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just ain't feeling, dude. You know, he can go. He can, he can definitely go. Uh, I don't know why they re-signed the six-year uh, senior. Uh, and I got, what the fuck you come back for? Dude ain't even playing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like the same shit be- before he left, bro. He's still on the bench, man. It's like, bro, he was a waste of scholarship or roster spot, whatever the fuck. Uh, and then my man VJ King ain't showing his potential, man. He ain't living up to his potential, dog. That dude, five-star, all, all McDonald American, man. This shit, dog, dude was fucking dope, man, coming out of high school. I don't know what it was, man. He just he just ain't, he ain't, he ain't doing what he can, man. And that shit hurts because <clears throat> we need him. We definitely need that man, you know what I'm saying, to, to really perform. Give us, you know, 13 points a game. We'll take that. You know what I'm saying? Be a little consistent on defense. You know? But, goddamn, you're a junior this year. You know what I'm saying? You got one more year left. This year was supposed to be your year to shine and take off. But Noaya is doing his goddamn thing. And mark my words, that boy might be drafted NBA. This year, a sophomore, 
averaging 18, 17 points a game. It's just really going to depend on how we do in the tournament. Listen, listen, Donovan Mitchell ain't do that well. And I don't even, we don't even think we went to the tournament when Donovan was here. Uh-huh. And he still went. Lottery pick. He got rook, almost got rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? So, and the NBA goes off potential. And if that's the case, then dude got it. You know? Um, but yeah, shit, man. It, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to sports in general next year. My Patriots, people are talking about trade rumors of us possibly getting an Odell Beckham or one of these top receivers. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Y'all know if that happens, it's a dub. <laughs> It's a dub. Tom Brady's getting another championship. <laughs> he gonna have seven rings. Oh my God. Y'all ain't really, y'all really ain't gonna like that. Y'all really ain't gonna like that. Uh-uh-uh. But that's so tight though. It's so tight. Let that man be great. Man. But hell yeah, man. <clears throat> What y'all been up to, though, man? How's my fans out there doing, man? How's life? How's, how's everybody? It's a beautiful night. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I do apologize once again for not being uh, being able to, to record any new episodes lately. Uh, like I said earlier, I had a lot going on. Um, but your boy is definitely back. And once again, you are tuned in to the 502 Podcast. And we are back and we are about to, like I said, talk about the main topic is wooden spoons versus silver spoons. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But uh, first, we're going to get into a little bit of Louisville news. Um, Right now, we are... Really, really trying to get this motherfucking marijuana bill passed. I just heard that the city and the state got it, the votes in, and uh, the bill is soon to be getting passed in Kentucky. So, be definitely looking out for that. Kentucky being another um, medicinal. Man, uh, state. Man, we about to be one of the last 15 states, but no. Yeah, man. They didn't already try to pass that shit. <coughs> I was talking it. to uh, talking to somebody uh, who's on, you know, the city, the city's board. And they were telling me <clears throat> how the bill uh, was close to getting passed. So we shall see. We shall see. I'm thinking within the next year or two. Hell no. You don't think so? The next year or two? Yeah. No, bro. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, when you think about the revenue that it brings... I mean, shit, why We're not? We're going to be like late 2020. Then Kentucky will be fucking for uh, They'll be a fool. It, and then we would be lucky because we sit right next to fucking Indiana. Yeah. Them niggas definitely ain't about to be legal with nothing no time soon. <laughs> Them niggas is not having it in Indiana. Yeah, it's Plus, you about to sit for whatever little sack you got. You sitting there. Yeah, it's going to be a dub. They don't like it. Way the Commonwealth is, man. Yeah, man. They ain't about to budge off that booty, man. They're making money off these DUIs and shit. Making money off these niggas with their fucking little possession charges and shit, man. They're making more money like that. Because you gotta think of where Louisville is, man. It's a lot of potential for illegal activity here just because of the geographical location of, of where, where it is in the whole damn country, man. Everything's passing through here south 
west you know either way like all the ways for real the way the highways tie in yeah man everybody's passing through here with shit so they definitely motherfuckers need to go down to them uh, city meetings and, and vote you know what I'm saying uh, they really need the young community need to go out there cause it's mainly the old motherfuckers out there you know they ain't really trying to make nothing change you know what I'm saying? That's why Louisville was really behind on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because these motherfuckers just won't keep that money in their pocket. And, you know, it's a lot of property, a lot of potential, like you said. And a lot of value here. You know, yeah, it's a wide open market. There's a lot of fucking room. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's all it needs is the right development team to come down here and really do some shit. You know, um... Uh, this is a gold mine. Um, but yeah, man. When you get viewed out of town as uh, y'all, I, didn't, I know about y'all first 48 uh, the Kentucky Derby. You motherfuckers walk around with horses and shit. Nah, what the fuck? We get viewed as some old country hillbilly shit instead of the right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they're starting to become a more more notoriety to our reputation. Like, I think for a long time it was like that, and people are finally kind of waking up to what Louisville is because it's becoming more of an economical factor. So I think it's a slow thing, but man, uh, more so... It's, this motherfucker is going to be remembered for the culture. When it when it does pop up as a, as a true economical factor in the country. Which I feel like it will. Because it's on the growth real fast. But uh, when it does, man, it's going to be all the culture here, man. This motherfucker's got a lot of culture. Uh, all the old states do anyway, though, man. And this motherfucker. I will definitely be a part of that change and that growth. I promise you. And I feel like you got to build within your city first before you try to go somewhere else and conquer it. But other people, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, other people got different visions and opinions. So, you know, that's just just how I think. uh, Yeah, man, but I just want to vent to y'all a little minute before I get into the main topic, man. I I got a question for my viewers, man. Like... Okay, I got a situation with the mother of my child. Um, uh, just this past Monday, you know, it was parent-teacher conference day. Um, and how I found that out um, was because my mother works through the, the school system. And she basically told me, yeah, um, the school was closed for that day um so you know I ended up reaching out to the mother of my child like hey what's up um you know when's what time is the parent teacher conference um you know she replies at 11 o'clock like cool um I prepare for that I get up about 10 um about 10.02 I receive a text message um Oh, my bad. The the conference was at 10. Um, <clears throat> I was livid. I was I was pissed the fuck off. Um, in my eyes, I, I I felt like you know she purposely did that to to avoid me from being active or being a part of you know, what my child was doing, um, and it just, it's just crazy that, you know, all these women out here, you know, scream this independent shit, and, uh, they sit here and downplay the father of their child, when these men just simply want to be a part of their child's life, but because we, A, don't want to be with them, or, B, they content with, receiving benefits and all other bullshit, you know, um, that they rather just push the, the, the man out of the child's life. Um, and like that, that's fucked up. 
you know. Um, One thing that I really noticed that you said in there, man, and it's a big important thing. You said, uh, if if dude don't want to be with her, then she's acting funny. It's the same way with these niggas, too. It's like, if he can't have the baby mama... Yeah, you are absolutely to, what's right. What's going on with this shit? Where you are absolutely fucking so possessive right. To where we can't even take care of our children. And that and that and that's fucking petty. Like niggas and females need to get out your your feelings <laughs> and raise your fucking kids. Like, come on, man. That child didn't ask to be here. Y'all chose to fuck around. Y'all chose to get your feelings involved. And now because y'all can't be with one another. Y'all don't want to be in the child's life. Y'all don't want to be involved. That's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Me and the mother of my child, we weren't never together. That was a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type situations. You know what I'm saying? Good steak and good head. You feel me? Like, boy, I swear to God, nigga. I was young, dumb, and full of cum. And I shot the club up numerous times. And shit, came out with a body. You know what I'm saying? And... Damn, bro, nigga felt like Mike S, man. Got the rapping, and that's how it happened. The worst day of my fucking life. I love my daughter, though. Don't get it twisted, you know. But I just want to be able to be more involved. Like, I can't, you know, I call her up one time, be like, yo, can I come get my daughter, you know, take her, get some ice cream, you know, take her to the movies. Ah, right, nah, this ain't your weekend. Like, what type of shit is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be a time restricted. Like, hold on, bitch, you, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, to put it out there in the universe, like, I'm this piece of shit daddy. Like, nah, nah, you know, when you, when my child's with me, she, we keep up in, you know, nice clothing, clean. She's, you know, she's good, like. She, she's good, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, it was times where I was seeing clothes that we bought. Me, my mother, my sisters, uh, whoever on my side has bought for my daughter. And we'll send her home in these clothes. And we'll never see them again. She'll send, them in her, send my daughter in the same fucking outfit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be some more bullshit, bro. You know, uh, and then furthermore, it's, you know, it's the influence, it's the emotional ties, and all those things. Because you know, um, especially little girls, they want their daddy. Like that shit is fucking. They they need that boys and girls. They you know. a child needs that that male. They need both to balance out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's just like it's really just showing the state of separation that our people is in to where we can be possessive over our children even though the other person is a parent to the child as well we can still be possessive in a situation you know sickness is really a it's really a disease in a sense uh, it's something we gotta address hell yeah what, what is that for me what the fuck is that like and, and but you know it, it stems from her mother you know what I'm saying because you know her mother was on some putting her daddy on child support and keeping him away from being involved in uh yeah. to to the mother of my child's she life. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's a repetitive thing, dog. And it's like, damn, why would you install it into our child? You know what I'm saying? Man, because it's gotten so bad to the point to where these girls literally feel like I don't need a nigga for nothing but dick and that's it, like but when nah, I feel you like do- having that, like, you know, it's like really, they really emasculated a man and all the properties that we're supposed to uh, carry, the traits uh, that comes with our archetype has been stripped from us completely to where it's like we're disposable. You can just throw us all in jail and we can just shoot each other up because at the end of the day, you bitches is going to be holding hands and uh, click clapping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> taking care of the kids without us. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, money makes me come. I don't even even need a nigga. Like, that's some crazy, fucked up, corrupted thinking. Yeah. You know, it has to be rewired. And, uh, you know, the same thing for men. The yeah. way we degrade women. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. How can we degrade the, the one motherfucker that's the gateway to this life and this experience? And, that, and, that, and that's why I try to keep the peace. Like, I know I ain't no perfect dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but at the same time, sometimes a nigga try to be understanding. You feel me? Like, I ain't going to try to argue with you all the time. Like, shit, I just want my child. Like, I, ain't, I don't even want to talk to you. You feel me? You know, unless it's something involving my child's health and your, and your care, then don't call me. Like, you know. But uh, I, she just got to get old enough and a little bit more responsible so I can get on the phone. And I can just do it that way because, you know, this, this, this shit crazy, man. This shit crazy. But, yeah, man, I just wanted to vent to y'all, man. See, get y'all opinion, man. Y'all, hopefully y'all able to uh, respond and, you know, give y'all input and y'all opinion. I would love to hear y'all feedback on this. Uh, but anyway, yes, Lord, we about to get into the main topic. That is, would you be, would you rather be born with a wooden spoon or a silver spoon? Meaning, would you rather be born rich or born poor? Um, me. <clears throat> Me personally, I, uh, because I come from the struggle, you know what I'm saying? I, I know what it takes. I'm not going to say I fully know what it takes, but I understand what it takes to, to get what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to have to knock down a few barrels, you know, um, I don't, I, it wouldn't be given to me. I wouldn't understand the value and, uh, you know, fully appreciate anything that I worked so hard to, to gain and to, to acquire. Um, so I definitely think that being a part of the struggle has its pros and cons. Uh, because, I mean, moments where, you know, you're broke trying to figure out, you know, what your next meal is going to be, it gets rough. Um, but at the same time, it builds character. And you eventually end up, you know, making a way and in, in finding your next meal. Um, but if you was born with something and with and it was immediately taken away you're not gonna ne- know how to really go out there and hunt for your food you know what I'm saying um you you're used to your butler making you a sandwich and then bringing it to you you gonna end up starving you know what I'm saying to where as this person who's been part of the struggle it's probably gonna find a can of beans, some noodles, or something, and improvise. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can agree <clears throat> with that halfway, and I can only say that because, unlike a lot of people, I grew up with an abundance of resources. Or stayed with the Jays. Sixteen, your mom's got you a, a Chrysler 300 when they was fresh off. Ladies and gentlemen, my cousin had a Chrysler 300 at the age of 16. Come on, man. Okay, well, now let me fucking talk. Hey, stunting. <laughs> yeah, we was stunting. We was going hard, getting bitches and, you know. That's law. Doing irresponsible shit because a nigga had that silver spoon and was not really being uh, uh, cognizant of the responsibility that comes with... Um, with these kind of things. So what was really going on is I feel like the people that are born with a silver spoon, um, they're born with a different type of awareness. They're born with all they're, they're shown and given possibilities, um, and writing before their very eyes to where, you know, I, at an early age, I recognized my potential and knew what I was capable of doing. So, um, 
after going through quite some time neglecting that truth and being irresponsible and taking things for granted, I had to hit a rock bottom anyway. So when I moved out to get my own, I had to humble myself and let go of a lot of the things that I valued at first that really actually meant nothing, like the Chrysler 300 and the J's. I'd be in the same boots every day. My dogs get me dirty. Uh, I'm over here working hard to maintain my own shit, and it works. And uh, the thing about it is, once again, it's more so about recognizing your abundance. Because when we think of this silver spoon and we think of this wooden spoon, we always revert our abilities and our energy to money and financial struggle. When really, your true, your best bet is going to be with your imagination, your own creative ability, your own uniqueness is what's going to bring you out of all this shit. And I had to see it like that. Even being somebody who had a head start, when I got out on my own, I had to see that having a head start ain't enough if you don't know what the fuck to do with what you got. So that's when it really comes down to saying all these things that I thought I had that were really going to bring me some use and bring me results. That wasn't shit. It was what I had all along. It was my imagination. It was the skill set that my parents allowed me to have by giving me the controlled environment to where I could really explore myself. So now I'm really reverting back to my childhood in a lot of cases to to get my answers because this you know the imaginative the imaginative factor is how any of us make it in this life and no matter what walk of life we come from your imagination and how many ways you can picture yourself getting out of a scenario or getting into a scenario that you want to be in from yeah. whatever circumstance wherever you're at in the picture yeah i uh like i said it it just okay like i knew this guy um his grandmother was a preacher you know dude was basically in the position to where like he he was financially good he didn't have to struggle but he stayed in the projects you know he, he stayed wanting to sell drugs he just wanted to be a, a street nigga you know what i'm saying and he didn't have to be you know what i'm saying um you know I, I just think that some niggas who was given the silver spoon and took it for granted, um, they, A, didn't probably deserve that silver spoon, or B, they just, like, I, I, they just didn't recognize, like you said, what they had at that Absolutely. time. And that's, you know, that's up to the um, sole individual, man, because, you know, it's niggas to be in the most fucked up situations and make something great out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be niggas who got a full head start and don't become anything. Exactly. And then there'd be a motherfucker like Trump who's already fortunate and well off and then gets a million dollar loan from their parents and really takes that and it becomes a fucking president of the United States. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? It really is about what we're what we're using how we're using what we have. You got to recognize your abundance from all angles. Exactly. It ain't just about money. Because sometimes I, you might know the right motherfuckers who's going to put you on or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Now, to. see, I wish that I came from a line of silver spoons to where if I needed some investors or, you know, anything of that nature. But you don't even need that if you're a go getter. Because take it from the silver spoon. I'm just right saying here. that. Look, you, okay, but look, take it from the silver spoon right here. Because if you ain't no go getter, you can have motherfuckers standing all around you having a money conversation that you don't even understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so I went, you know, my Chrysler 300 and my bad bitches for the weekend was enough for me. Like, that was enough. So people live based on their priorities, what you prioritizing. Because, you know, if liquor and uh, a good, you know, the luxury lifestyle is your priority. That's always going to take from your energy. It don't matter if you have money or not. That's always going to take from your energy. Whether you're working on storing your abundance, whether you're working on gathering, building your assets and investments, you know, we either building or destroying. Yes, Lord. It's either way. And like Whatever I said, the part of the pyramid you had. 
And like I was saying, man, uh, you know, being in that position to make something of yourself, 